Hi, my name is Adam Levine. And this is Kevin. And this is episode 12 of Triple Fried, a podcast created by two guys talking into a microphone. How you doing, Kevin? Um, I'm actually just about the same as I was during our last podcast. Um, I've been off for uh, paternity leave uh, since my son was born last month. And um, not going to work, um, you know, basically in baby land with diapers and feedings and everything like that. And basically the only adult that I see regularly is my wife. So really, um, while I am enjoying all of that, I have nothing new to report. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I guess when, you know, you're a shut-in, but for good reason, then you've got nothing to say. So how, how about you? How are you doing? Uh, I figured that was the end of the show. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, doing really good. Uh, yes, I've still been busy as hell, but uh, uh, let's see. Um, I'd say uh, the, uh, the two uh, big things going on right now with me is one... Uh, I'm happy that I have uh, regrown my beard for the winter. Ah, uh, yes, winter beard. Winter beard, yep. I actually, I usually do the same. I usually grow it out all of November and I keep it until like the spring. Mm-hmm. But this year, this year I'm actually shaving because of that. I've read eh, stupid BS, but I I've read that sometimes sometimes babies don't like scratchy beards on their soft skin. Uh huh. Well, most um, most a lot of people don't like scratchy beards on their soft skin. So you know, that's fair. <laughs> I also know a guy uh, at work who had a beard, and then when he shaved it, his kid was scared of him for a while because he didn't know who he was. I saw a video like that on the internet. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, eh, let's just let's let the let's get, let the kid get locked in on me before I start whipping out the lumberjack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new term is lumbersexual. That's not. Yeah, you've heard that, right? Uh, yeah. Pretty much everybody living in Brooklyn. Ugh. <laughs> uh, you know. I th- I think it's uh, I think it's kind of neat, uh, especially if it comes with like, you know, dudes who actually chop down trees. Because if you're not, then then it's just guys with giant ass beards and yeah. wearing plaid. Yeah, it's not really. Isn't it really hipster sexual? I mean. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the other the other thing going on with me is uh, this is the the first year since I've had a house. Um, this is the first year that. Uh, I put up Christmas lights. Um, and, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Being a being a Jewish guy, uh, that is um, a first for me. And uh, good news, didn't break my neck. There we go. Yep, all the lights are up. And uh, now let me tell you that I think everyone who first gets a home and puts their lights up for the first time always says, you know what? Every year I'm going to add a little something extra. Like this year, we'll just do like you know one string of lights and some mm-hmm. candles in the windows, and then we'll add something else and add something else. That lasts for about three years, and then you're like, bullshit. I'm just going to do the same thing over well, and over again. <laughs> well, the good news is uh, is that we have zero plans for anything else. Like awesome. My wife and I are on the same page about uh, how how we'd like our Christmas lights to look. Um, you know, I'm not knocking anybody else out there. You know, everybody's got different different tastes, and that's fine. Uh, we are all about sort of uh, keeping it clean. We have just uh, yellowish tinned, you know, like white lights, mm-hmm. and they just run the, the outline of our roof. Uh, we have candles in the windows, and uh, that's it. Um, we, uh, we opted out of the giant inflatable Santa riding a snowmobile while holding a boombox. Oh my God. I hate the inflatables. Uh, okay. Yeah. They're pretty awful. Number one, they're, they're, they're too damn easy. Like, Hey, you know, I have nothing in front of my house. You turn right. that on and all of a sudden you've got like 70% of your yard filled up with like a disco Santa or something. If you know? the, yeah. Well, um, I guess if the goal is to fill 
the entire yard because that seems to be another goal I've noticed of people. Is but like, the other thing about those stupid things is that when you're, the, the lights are not on, it looks like you have a bunch of like abandoned parachutes in your yard. <laughs> you, you just It looks like you have trash all over your yard. <laughs> well, even when they're inflated, you kind of do. Yeah, yeah, and there and oh, there's so there's some that have like I saw one that was like a uh, Santa with a plane that had spinning propellers. I'm like an inflatable with moving parts. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean the, the technology is getting better. Um, if that's better, uh, polishing up a turd. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's how I've been. You know, I've been good. Uh, very good. Very yeah. Good. So uh, how about uh, we get into the topics? Sounds good to me. Just to recap the format. We'll have topics that we'll list off in a moment. There's no guarantee that we'll stick to them. We really just use them as a jumping off point. Um, So this is usually where uh, I list off, you know, between four and five topics that I've come up with and that we're going to talk about. But uh, this this being our 12th uh, episode, or our one-year anniversary, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, we're doing things a little bit differently. And uh, this time around, you, sir, Kevin... You're picking the topics, so I have no idea what they are, and uh, if you wouldn't mind, go uh, give them a whirl. I will in just a second. I will say this, Adam. I have an incredible amount of respect for you for coming up with five distinctly different, interesting topics every month. Um, th- how long have we been planning this, where I take the take the uh, the topic duty? Probably about, what, three months? Yeah, about four three. Months? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I've got... I got th- it's it's been pretty hard for me to come up with topics. <laughs> I think that you just don't realize uh, how many inane things could be really good topics. Yeah. So I will say I'm a little nervous being put on the well, not putting put on the spot because I knew this was coming. <laughs> you put on the spot four months ago. A little nervous how this is going to go. This might be our half hour long show. I don't okay. know. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, here are my five topics. Sweet. Uh, for for our twelfth our twelfth episode, our one year anniversary show. Uh, I'm totally looking forward to it. Okay, here we go. Seasonal migraine. Hmm. You missed the point. Okay. Pedro says. Uh oh. Deny, deny, deny. Mm. And strange honesty. Hmm. So, okay. um, Adam, where would you like to begin? Huh. All right. Um, well, I got to tell you, for uh, for for all the uh, the hype around you, maybe being you know, nervous and not knowing, they are maybe except for the first one, they're all vague enough, just in the in the ballpark of what I like to dance around in. So um, I'm not worried at all. I am just gonna go ahead and uh, I'm excited that I get to pick. Um, <laughs> and I know nothing about them. That's so cool. Uh, let's see. Let's go with, uh, you missed the point. Okay. You missed the point. This is actually probably one of my uh, favorite ones. Um, unlike you, um, I don't watch a whole lot of regular TV. Um, and it's not, it's not that I don't watch TV. I just watch a lot of like Netflix and, and like Hulu and stuff. I don't really watch a whole lot of regular broadcast TV. Mm -hmm. So I don't see a lot of commercials, which is where (laughs) a lot of our topics come from. Right. But I did see this one commercial, and it really struck me as odd. Um, so I'm watching a football game, which is one of the few um, broadcast things that I actually watch a lot of. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, one of the things that they always do during football games are uh, drug commercials. Mm-hmm. And this one struck me as very odd. It's for a condition called COPD, which I never heard of until like a year ago, when now all of a sudden there's like seven or different medications. It's a... It's a 
card. It's a um, breath breathing. It's like not asthma, but it's like a tightness in the chest, and you can't get your breath type of thing. But it's okay. not asthma. I've I've heard of it, but I never knew what it was. So it it has a the it starts off with a grandfather and a, a little kid, and they're reading a story, mm-hmm. and the story is the three little pigs. Okay. And the grandfather sitting there saying, and then the wolf went up to the house of the first little pig, and he huffed and he puffed, and the little kid says. Just like you, Grandpa. He's like, that's right. <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, the world turns into a cartoon, and the grandfather is a wolf. Okay. And he's the wolf, and he's having to take Simbacourt in order to get enough breath to blow down the house of the of the pig of the piggies. Okay. And. So, and then they show, like, his, there's, like, a wolf family there, like, he's having a birthday, and, like, there's all these, and it's all, it's all in cartoons, and there's, okay. like, the grandson is a wolf, and then the, he, after he takes the Simbacourt, they show him walking down the road, and, of course, going over all the horrible side effects that you can get from taking Simbacourt. Of course. Then they show him walking down the road, and then there's a straw house, and there's piggies, and he, uh, and they show the wolf, like, snaps his fingers, and it goes back to the grandfather, and the, uh-huh. the real-life grandfather, and the grandson, and he goes, watch out, piggies! And I'm like, you realize that you you cast yourself as the villain. <laughs> so he's just a he's he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, I mean, basically, he's like, yeah, but you take this drug, you can commit murder. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you just you know contributing to homelessness. Well, what's funny is, I mean, doesn't the wolf die because he runs out of breath? But in on the last house, like they definitely if he if yeah, because because they build it out of brick and. That was their whole deal was like, you know, well, first of all, they liked where they lived and they didn't want to have to relocate every time because every time the dude blew it down, they had to go to like their cousin's or their brother's house, right? Yeah, exactly. And then they get to the last one and it's made of brick and the wolf doesn't understand what brick is, apparently. Um, <laughs> he just, and he wasn't around when they made that update. <laughs> and Yeah, and he's just not. So, so, uh, so he tries to blow it down. And um, you know, I guess the wolf doesn't give up, right? Because he get you know he dies. I think he dies. Yeah, he dies. He dies out. So in this grandfather's fantasy, right. he casts himself as, as the villainous wolf. Right. Look, villains have families too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just a family of assholes. But <laughs> it's so funny because, of course, the at the end, the the house that they show is the one made of straw, which is the one that he easily blows away. Yeah. So it's like. You know, of course, like, oh, so he is an asshole. He's he's the bad guy. So he takes this drug, and then that, of course, he's That's... able to do that. But, like, even with a healthy set of lungs, he's right. not going to be able to blow down the brick house. So his grandfather is doomed anyway. But but you're right. I mean, in a, in a world where they're, you know, where, where marketing is fairly political and, and you know, very um, buttoned up so that you're not, you're not casting any negative connotations to the product you're marketing, that, that is very surprising that they would take maybe someone just like maybe like what your topic name alludes to someone who who came up with that was just so on board but kind of just didn't understand the story well i feel like they got the they they heard the because like the catchphrase from that that story just like how little red riding hood has those oh big eyes you have there's this i'll huff and i'll puff i'm like oh well huff and puff that sounds like this copd right i'm like okay well that's all they heard they focused just on that yeah 
They heard Huff and Puff, and they were like, well, I can build an entire campaign around that. Jeez. That's like if Lunesta are one of these sleep aids. Like, they did, like, a Sleeping Beauty thing, and they were, like, <laughs> totally on the side of the witch. <laughs> Finally. Now all of your enemies will stay asleep. <laughs> you can give them something to, to, stay, to stay asleep forever. <laughs> Just like you want to do, Grandpa. That's right. <laughs> I want all of my enemies to sleep. The, the, the big sleep. The unending sleep. Wow. That, that, is, that is really missing the point, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's such a terrible idea to, to correlate your, your product with just some evil shit. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, they make it all cute and everything. They kind of yeah. dress it up. Yeah. But it's like, if, if you remember how this story goes... Yeah, I, it's, 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 it's like, um, you know, I guess it's sort of like any, any uh, playground song. They're always rooted in just the worst fucked up things, like Ring Around the Rosie. Oh, yeah, the plague and everything. Yeah, and you know, and just, you know, it's just people forget the genesis of of what those things are. And, and this sounds like it was that kind of a thing where commercials for drugs are probably a dime a dozen right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So they're not they're not giving their top ad execs the... Uh, the Simba Court account. They're not bothering them with with the ad campaign. Yeah, it's like if it's 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 if like Prilosec OTC like did a thing about Little Red Riding Hood. Like, oh, you'll never get indigestion next time you eat somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the wolf sitting there, like, oh man, I ate too much. And then you think about it, you're like, there's a girl in there and her <laughs> there's grandmother. A, there's a dead human girl inside of you. But that's okay because they're going to get sliced open by the woodsman eventually. Right. Right, or uh, it's it's like someone else doing a commercial where um, the good person is the the vagrant who's just living in someone else's house and sleeping in someone else's bed, and just squatting in their home. <laughs> yeah, like Goldilocks. Yeah, exactly. But I just couldn't believe Goldilocks is kind of a shithead. Oh yeah, really? If the, the really think about it, the three bears are the heroes in that. The three bears are the heroes and the victims, because like. They come home and find someone's just fucked around with their stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what did the the hell did they do? Yeah, it's yeah. Somebody just decided to come <laughs> in their house, eat their food, sit in their stuff, sleep in their beds, sleep in their beds, and that's it. Like a squatter, <laughs> like a homeless person. That's what I'm saying. It's it's basically just a she was Goldilocks is just a squatter. You know that I've actually heard an updated version of that where they all like become friends at the end, and I'm like bullshit. If that doesn't, if <laughs> if an updated version of that doesn't end in like her being eaten, I think I don't know if it was. I don't remember who wrote the Three Bears or where it originally came from, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I've heard versions where she does get eaten. I've heard versions where she runs away, mm-hmm. and then now I've also heard a version where like she apologizes and they all become friends. Right. Because, you know, that's what little blonde-haired ringlet girls do is they just hang out with a bunch of bears in the forest. <laughs> what is Goldilocks and the Three Bears supposed to teach you? Because um, most fairy tales have some kind of a, of a lesson, right? There's I mean, usually a lesson to be learned. And because at the end of this... Don't fuck around with a bear. <laughs> right, because they get pissed off, don't they? I mean... I don't know what the fucking. I, I don't. I feel like the Goldilocks is almost painted as like the hero for that. Like you don't walk away. You don't walk away as a child thinking that Goldilocks is a shithead. No, no, not at all. You grow up and realize that. So it's not till you actually own something yourself that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like all she wanted was a little porridge and to sleep somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you come home one night, the door's ajar, and you see footprints everywhere. Someone's you, gone through your fridge, <laughs> and you assume it's 
probably an animal and you're hoping it's an animal. There's like bites. There's there's bites of food out of stuff that's still sitting on a plate. Just like a whole just bite taken out of it. Yeah. And you, you look over and you see blankets. Your bed's a mess. <laughs> like you've been sleeping in my bed too. Like that really gets me. Yeah. I mean, that's something where you would take the, you would take the sheets out back and burn them after a stranger <laughs> sleeping in your bed. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it ever works out that um, you're happy to see whoever that is at the end of that. That, that person's in the right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they, uh, oh, okay, my bad. No, you just you just wanted some food and a place to sleep and uh, to do that all, you know, go through my stuff. I get that. It's fine. Even if it's a relative, if you didn't know they were coming over and they made themselves at home like that, wouldn't you be a little pissed off at the least? Yeah, and uh, I'd probably invest in alarms. <laughs> I think at that point, that's that's now, that's more of a commercial for like ADT. <laughs> but, but they would side with the intruder, though, if they're going to take the Simba Court route. <laughs> like, now you can get past any alarm. <laughs> Are you tired of going into th- other people's homes and going through their stuff and hearing that annoying alarm? <laughs> Just going on and on. <laughs> how are you going to get any sleep in their bed? <laughs> how, how annoying is that when you finally pick out an outfit of theirs? And you just can't envision yourself because of the noise. It'd be like that. Uh, it'd be like that product of that TV remote that could turn off any TV. Mm-hmm. Just go flip, flip, and you can sleep soundly. Finally. <laughs> All righty. I, I think it's time to move on to another topic. All right. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, deny, deny, deny. Okay. This one. Um, it's a little bit of a spinoff of something that we've kind of already talked about, and this is, and I'm not going to go off too much on, like, new dadisms or anything like that, but just, I will say one thing, that when you have a baby, it's weird, because, like, you know, you're happy and everything, but then when you get at home and you really start, you know, dealing with it on a day-to-day basis, you never really realize when you see him on tv and stuff how much that at this point in the in the child's life it's basically a pet <laughs> i mean because listen and it's not even a, like a dog because a dog at least will play with you <laughs> right like a human newborn is below a dog in terms of like what you can do with it and the fun you can have with it so it's essentially a tamagotchi yes they don't even know how to smile <laughs> they, they, they have they have one response to anything cry right and, and and the thing is, is with crying, it's, it's the best way I've ever heard it described is a, a cry is like a fire alarm for a baby. Mm-hmm. You, you, it could tell you definitely that there's a fire, but it also could go off if you've burnt the toast. So like there's really no, <laughs> you really don't know what the problem is because right. there's only one response to it. Right. But the thing is, is so you've got this baby and it has like very, very basic needs, you know, change it, feed it, let it go to sleep. And that's pretty much it. Sure. You know, just make it feel safe. But mm-hmm. there's, you don't get, I mean, my my kid will look at me when I talk to him or do whatever. He'll look at me with this look with like this, he literally raises one eyebrow and I'm, he's like, what the, like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to make sure you don't die on me. <laughs> But so what the so as I'm dealing with him, he of course, like I said, it's like it's like a pet. It's like a it's almost like fish. You know, right. it's like you got to take care of them, but like they don't give you anything in return other than looking cute or cool or whatever. Right, right. You know, and of course you love them, but you gotta yeah, you, you gotta know. be in it for the long haul. And 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 while dealing with this, with this um phenomenon of having this little need machine here, I'm just like wow, like you'll never see a point in any human's life where they are more like an animal. Hmm. Like, they are... We, that is, like, basic mm-hmm. 
primal, instinctual behavior. Right. Like, there's no, there's no other bullshit. There's no cognizance. Yeah. It's just the needs that it, it has. It's work. It's working on pure instinct. It's working right. on you know, and it's like this is a little. Uh, it, it could be an. It could be a little monkey for you know. Actually, right. monkeys are a little more developed. It could probably move around better. But <laughs> <laughs> so it just got me thinking about, and this is something, and this is how it kind of marry it back to something that we've talked about already. How many weird, strange things that we as a human society have piled on top of ourselves to deny the fact that we are actually animals? A lot. I mean, everything. Every yes. everything we surround ourselves with. Because we're not animals, we eat them. That's what we, you know, like we don't, right? Like that's that's our deal. I mean, I know that there's like, oh, well, we have complex thought. And I'm like, I understand that. And we can use tools. And I understand that that is like that these are things that other other animals in the animal kingdom can't do. But there's mm-hmm. so many other things that we just do that are purely just to deny our animal, like our animal side. Like bathe? Yes. Crap indoors. <laughs> even Even on sunny days? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. like I could, I could, I could see if uh, humans were evolved to do all the things that we do now, except, you know, the only reason we shit indoors is if it's cold, like, <laughs> like if, like if humans just evolved to understand that. I think that right there is what you're looking for. Like, if people didn't just deny um, their their animal roots. If people didn't deny that, then you would have, you know, a few things like that. So then as I'm watching this little creature that, that I'm com- that's completely dependent on me to survive, I'm just like, and of course no one's ever going to do this because this would be like the most horrible experiment ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what if I took my son, uh-huh. <laughs> my newborn son, and just let him somehow create an environment where he got was completely... Okay. A, like completely void of all of these like human... Dude. Pressures. Okay, so that that reminds me, and who knows if it was true. Um, I'll say it was. <laughs> uh, I when I was growing up, uh, I heard a story like that where there was more or less it was like a doctor who either convinced people or adopted some children and convinced others, boys and girls, and I don't know what age they were at, but I know that they weren't just babies, but they really weren't taught the ways of the world and the way the story goes is that he brought them to a secluded i don't know island area and just just put them there and watch them figure shit out is this this called nell is that what this is (laughs) it's called the guy got arrested is what i understand what happened to him were they were they all unwashed unshaven like dog fuckers (laughs) (laughs) they they all grew up to be unwashed unshaven dog fuckers um which is really a backfire because they don't just have sex doggy style like they they fuck dogs (laughs) it really instead of being raised by wolves they just rape wolves (laughs) Turns out, turns out, yeah, just rape wolves. That's a, a, a pack of ravenous rape wolves. <laughs> so, so like that. What was the out? Like, was there? A, I guess this experiment never. I don't believe. I don't believe there was an outcome uh, because uh, my understanding, at least, uh, of the story, is that uh, he was arrested, um, which is you know, on some levels. Uh, a bummer, I guess, you know? <laughs> well, we don't know you what would have happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, um, can't we find, like, ten people willing to... Like, completely unwanted children that would are just going to yeah, go into, like, the system? Right? 
And they're like, yeah, look, here's the deal. I'm not saying that, you know, we, we should do this. I'm just saying, wouldn't that be interesting? Because <laughs> there's got to, listen, there's lots of kids who get born who are not unwanted. They kind of, you know, fall through the cracks in the system and never get yeah. like that. You know. So there's got to be kids. There's going to be like 10 kids out there like, you know. Let's just what's ten in the whole population? <laughs> and like, yeah. we'll we'll feed them. We'll, yeah, we'll give them shelter. Yeah, but that's it. Well, yeah, but I say if you're gonna do it, I would go a little bit further. I would say you don't give them clothing. You give them ways of of finding shelter. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with the experiment. And uh, I'm of course glossing over all of what society would consider the many problems of this experiment. Um, <laughs> so assuming but, morality but, is not an issue. <laughs> Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Assuming that's not a part of this as a factor, um, a large problem with this experiment is that humankind has evolved in a way that we're way more vulnerable as creatures than almost every creature out there. Like, yes. there there are creatures that are out there, and the mother is just like, sweet, you made it out. Um, <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, have a good life. And, uh, and, th- and those creatures don't need shit. They don't need anything else from their parents. They, a, they horse were... can, a horse can run within three hours of being born. Right. That, so the problem with this experiment, this you know hypothetical uh, baby drop-off uh, system we've got going <laughs> on here, is that they can't be babies because they would just die. No, so you can't. So I kind of would want to start them at like three. So they have no memory. Right. Like, see... Because you don't you don't want them to to be influenced by almost anything. No, exactly. Um, so now we're looking now we're looking at just the scientific method of how it would be done. Yeah, because you would have to raise them, and they would have you'd have to give them. I mean, the bare minimum requirements of what it would take to keep them alive. Yes. So you'd because have to, food would have to be provided, not fed to them, but just like no. f- would be available <sighs> for them to get to. And you have right. to come, and you have to come to the conclusion that some of them may die. Oh, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a given that some of them may die. <laughs> I mean, we're, human beings are not equipped for that. Have you ever seen those movies? Um, there was two of them, The Blue Lagoon. I never saw it. I know Brooke Shields, right? Uh, yeah. So like, it's about these two kids who get shipwrecked, um, a boy and a girl, and I like they had to not only shipwreck the two kids, but they also had to shipwreck a guardian. That 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 in both of them right. like like provided for them until they were old enough, and then they, of course that guardian died right. um, before they before the two kids started fucking. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a thing that would happen, and but there would also be no shame, like because none of them are going to be wearing clothes, so they don't know that being naked has you know a connotation of shame. Like unless they're cold, the only way they would wear clothing is if they were cold. I would think. Right. Have you seen the? Probably not, but. There's that that show. Um, it's called uh, Naked, Naked and Alive. Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. Thank you. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, and and then you know the they get to pick like one item, and almost everybody picks the wrong item. Someone's um, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll take my iPod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a. I've, you know what? Look, I get it. I'm gonna be burnt. I get it. Look, I, I'm gonna. You know, step on things, but man, if I could just fucking groove to my YouTube, <laughs> what <laughs> naked, naked and afraid? What are you gonna take with you? Um, this jumpsuit, <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're allowed to take one item, but you're not allowed to take the item that could help you with everything. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, they would probably frown on that. What are you? What are you, what are you gonna take? 
Well, um, I'm going to take this uh, this bodysuit uh, with footy <laughs> pajamas. I'm just taking giant a giant footy pajama outfit. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy show. But again, but th- that 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 whole point of that is to somebody people who are into society or in society and then strip everything away from them and see how they do. Right. Like the whole point of this is to see what would they do without, without any society. Without society, yeah. It's like now eventually. I mean, now eventually, language. I mean, eventually, generationally, if you could keep, somehow get this, keep this going for generations, a Big society God. would develop. Because yeah. and we know we know that that's true because we are living in a society right because now. Because it did. <laughs> because we're here talking about it. Exactly. Because at some point, um, that happened. Well, that's why I was reading this one thing that they that was talking about. You know, you see all these uh, post-apocalyptic TV shows of, like, governments going away, and then everyone becomes, like, these, like, crazy murderers, cannibals, you know. Mm -hmm. But they said, but that's not necessarily how it would be. They said, because society has a way of forming. Case in point, we are living in a society. (laughs) Right. Like, no one one told us how to not kill each other eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, we all decided... Let's not kill each other, and let's see how that just pans out. Let's yeah. just, just just hear me out. Hear me out. I know you want to kill that guy over there, but if you didn't, let's see what would happen. Yeah, that's why I like. I'm like in the the Walking Dead. Um, it's just like, how long is this this like kill or be killed society gonna last? Like, it, it can't sustain itself forever. It can't. No, and eventually, um, I guess there won't be any more people because. You know, zombies. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go uh, go and pick one more because uh, we we might have room for one more in here. Here we go. Pedro says. Okay, Pedro says. When I was about seven, I'd say se- I think it was about seven years old. Seven, eight, six, seven, eight in, in that window. When you were a child. I was a child. Yes, but I was definitely within that window. I was definitely single digits, um, okay. which is which is important to this story. Um, okay. I went up to up to um, visit my aunt. Well, we went up to visit my grandmother. My aunt was there to visit, right? Mm-hmm. So as we're standing there, um, she's like, hey, I have a joke for you. Okay. So she's like, there's a kid in school. Of course, what was his name? Johnny. It's a little kid in school. Little Johnny. Yeah, it was Johnny, of course. And, oh, um, <laughs> good old Johnny. <laughs> so she said, little Johnny was in school. And the um, the teacher says, Johnny, did you do the vocabulary homework last night? And she said, Yes. Yeah. She's like, Well, what was the what 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 was one of the vocabulary words? And he said, Dictate. She said, Okay, mm. can you use dictate in a sentence? And little Johnny said, My girlfriend says my dictate good. <laughs> said the six year old. Said my aunt. Yeah, said your aunt. Great, awesome. My adult <laughs> aunt to a bunch of kids. <laughs> The youngest being six or seven or eight. <laughs> and I remember, like, getting it. or may- I, I remember getting it. Maybe I didn't get it event- like right then and there, but I remember eventually right. getting it. But I remember just being so weirded out. Uh-huh. Because, listen, this was... this was I, I knew little Johnny jokes. We, we, we right. went over this, right? Like, right. I, knew, I knew some great sure. little Johnny jokes. Sure. Um, but... The the thing that was so weird about this is this that was the first time that I can remember being told an adult dirty joke mm. by an adult. By an adult, right. And it, and I was like, it was this weird point in my life where I was like, all of a sudden it was like... It's too real. Wait a minute. Like, like it was surreal because it's like, 
and it stuck with me all these years. Obviously, did you did like, you feel did you feel like you finally made it, or did you feel like like this isn't like you know like when you when you're, you're hunting for something your whole life and then you find it and you realize you shouldn't have been hunting in the first place where the exactly. hunt was exactly that's that's what it, it was very uncomfortable right and the and I that uncomfortableness that I felt is very similar to the uncomfortableness I felt when we went to south of the border <laughs> to Pedro's dirty old man store <laughs> hence hence the title of the topic <laughs> it's the proper reaction to to anyone going into Pedro's dirty old man store because I remember I remember that I mean of course we were what, 22 at the time 21 at the so, time something like that yeah and we, we went on a road trip um, to, around the yep. country and we went we went south right? was it south no no we went north we were coming from Savannah right yeah well yeah we did uh, Baltimore Nashville Dallas New Orleans and Savannah back up yeah so it was when we were coming back north and of course if you've ever been to, on 95 anywhere near the, the North Carolina oh. South Carolina border oh yeah there are hundreds of billboards hundreds. that that tell you why you should stop at south of the border. Yeah, there's and so it, many of them that they get lazy. Like literally, one just just it's upside down. It says south of the border, and then it says oops. <laughs> like these fuckers have so much money, but they're but they're in South Carolina, so it's probably going a long way. Like the billboard looks like it's been there for. For 40, 50 years, and then when you get to south of the border, you're like, well, those guys must have so much money, and I guess, but they're definitely not reinvesting. It's one of the saddest, like, grimiest tourist attractions. Oh, yeah. It's it's the sad, it's the poor man's Disney. Uh, it's... Oh, it's not even the poor man's Disney. It's... <laughs> It's like the, it's like the insane dead man's. Yeah, it's the it's the the mentally uh, disturbed. But within this within this horrible tourist trap, which is already a, like a, just sad. I mean, that's the yeah. best sad. It's just sad. It, oh like, yeah. Oh, the there's rides nothing. Are, are, are broken down and dilapidated. Like yeah. The the it's everything is just dirty and old and awful. And yeah, breaking amongst this this parade of 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 terror and of terribleness. Yeah. There is a they call it Pedro's Dirty Old Man Store. And you and I, being you know college kids, we were just like, hey, let's stop right. at the. This will be funny. And right. like I remember walking in there and feeling. First of all, there's like there's there's a cashier there, which is you know. You'd expect a cashier to be there, but like sure. that cashier was like, it may as well have been my mom because like <laughs> I felt so awful that there was another pair of human eyes on me while I was right. In <laughs> right. Because if I recall, that place like everywhere else was you know full of just silly garbage, and you walk in, you're like, oh, I'm a tourist, I'm just gonna get some silly garbage. Hey, you know, oh, I need a giant pencil the size of you know my arm. <laughs> or one of many many uh, stereotypical back scratchers. Right. So you go to all those stores, but when you get into the the dirty old man shop, it's just straight up a sex store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's. There's no there's no like cheeky kind of. Mm-hmm. Silly mm-hmm. things. Isn't there an Africa store? There is. It's just as awful. It's. <laughs> I'm surprised there aren't daily protests. Yeah, well, because they realize no one's going to south of the border and buying things, so there's there's nothing to protest. Right. Right. But then, but then, right. Yeah. After you after you've gotten off of Pedro's wild ride, which is just, uh, if you recall, an elevator you pay fifty cents for. <laughs> um, 
that goes up and down. It's it's an elevator. That goes up to a giant sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's families that for miles they travel out of their way. And then they, you know, the kids think they're going to Disney and they stop it south of the border and they're happy. You know, they make it and then they get inside and then their parents are like, hey, let's go get the souvenirs. And they get like, you know, something for like a nickel. And and then uh, the kid goes, hey, hey, dad, can can we... Can we ride Pedro's wild ride? And he looks at the elevator and he looks at the 50 cent sign and says, son, maybe next year. <laughs> We're going home. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you, here's what's here's what's funny on the exact same road trip. I felt worse going into Pedro's dirty old man store than I did stopping at the trucker strip club. Well, the trucker strip club was amazing. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> if we had gone at night, we would never have come back alive. Oh, no. We would have been, like, skinned alive. <laughs> those are vampires. That's where those movies come from. From Dust Till Dawn, yeah. <laughs> That's where we went. And wasn't wasn't one of them an amputee? Um, the thing I remember the, the, that struck me... The, the, the cigarette the, burns? Well, the, 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 the girl's legs looked like she had just gone used a weed whacker without wearing long pants. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also had to pay for their own songs in the jukebox. Oh my God! I remember that, right? Because then yeah, you'd give them go some over money, and put their own quarters, and they go and put they go and put their song on, and it's just uh, I'll tell you what, the burger was pretty good. Uh, that was one of the best bacon cheeseburgers I ever had in my life. Right? <laughs> That's one of my like I, my memories are that girl's legs, the the jukebox, and then <laughs> the goddamn good burger. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I didn't feel nearly as bad going in there as I did going into this this palace of shame, which is the the dirty old man store. Yeah, and so bad. This weird shame, and that that's and just to bring it back to the original thing with like my aunt telling this like adult adult joke. I mean, it's it's a very basic, stupid adult sure. joke. But sure. like, I was like, is it was so uncomfortable because listen, like when you're with your friends and you're giggling about it, that's one thing. But like when an adult tells you a dirty joke, it's like. You don't know whether to reveal that you got it or not. Sure. Sure. Well, that that's the that's the thing that happens. Like, God, how many times did that happen in my life when it's like my sister and I and we were growing up and um, we we're, were all watching a movie, you know, usually, usually at home. Because if it's in the theater, you can get away with it. But like, usually if you're watching a movie at home with your folks and the lights are on, you're all watching this and like a sex scene comes on, first of all, you cringe. Mm-hmm. I just, I would just, just curl up and be like, oh my God, I'm so torn as like um, a 13 year old boy watching this on the one hand going, this is so cool. And the other hand going, please be over now. <laughs> did, you, did you remember watching them and like trying to like stay perfectly still and like yes. not show any kind of reaction yes. whatsoever? <laughs> yes. To just, to just pretend like for a moment they forget you're in the room. Mm-hmm. You just, you just want to not exist for a moment. It's, it's a sex scene. And then you're right. You got to just act like you don't know. And I'll never forget. I was, I was a little kid. I chuckled at a very dirty joke and my parents turned and my mom said, what are you laughing at? <laughs> what, what was funny there? And I'm like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I remember watching with my dad, um, Under Siege with Steven Seagal, uh-huh. and there's a scene where the er- Erica Aleniak, who was actually on Baywatch at the time, she was a stripper in the cake, and she had been knocked out at one point, like and like she had fallen asleep in the cake, and when you know after the boat had been taken over by terrorists, 
he bumps the cake and she wakes up and pops out and of course she's topless and starts doing her thing mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there watching it with my dad and like I remember just like f- like f- complete poker face like <laughs> and it's funny because like my dad and we were enjoying the movie because it was and they were like yeah yeah punch him yeah like you know like being more vocal than we normally are <laughs> we didn't do a lot of connection um back in the day you know we didn't have a lot of like things that were just like for the two of us and so the, you know guys action movie you know right but then when that scene came on it was like crickets <laughs> <laughs> yeah get him punch him get him get him get him punch him <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's it's like you said it's like welcome to adulthood but you're like i don't i don't want to be an adult i don't want to be an adult around other adults you know right it, it it's very cool to to act like an adult until you have to you know hold your own with an adult when you're clearly not an adult yeah and then it's really awkward and uncomfortable just like pedro's dirty old man story <laughs> yeah do you do you remember like that was like the first time i remember like being like initiated into dirty jokes with adults um do you remember like hmm. like I'm trying to I'm trying to think when uh I was I was at my aunt's house um It's always an aunt or an uncle, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and this in this case it was more about the uncle. It was uh it was uh, my aunt's first husband and uh we were at her house and I think my father was there and um I think my maybe my grandfather was there. Multiple generations. <laughs> yeah. It was just a large gathering of the adult men. And I, I happened to be in that little group. And uh, they were walking past the uh, refrigerator. And my uncle had, um, had had this, like, refrigerator magnet. And it was a woman with big boobs. And, and she was uh, in a skimpy outfit. And he said, check this out. And he put his hand over over the uh, the magnet and it was one of those things where, like, the heat from the from your hand oh, was, like, revealed a part of yeah, the re- revealed a part of the clothing. So then she was topless, and uh, and and you know, all the guys had kind of a, a, a chuckle, and uh, someone made some sort of I think my uncle made some sort of remark about not minding her being around or something. You know, dude being a dude just fucking around, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. but I was there and. I, I chuckled and people looked at me and I I had to give that sort of I get it I don't get it I don't I don't get it I you know <laughs> come on and uh, and then I got that look back like smile and nod like alrighty alrighty kid calm down you got you got this one to calm down and then and then I just like kept I kept on going like I was like and that's my cue to keep. Going and being a kid. Do you think your dad looked back at your grandfather and was like, um, oh, I don't know what she's talking about, Dad. <laughs> your grandfather was like, you better not be looking what I think you're looking at. Right? Like, it, I've... Uh, it never goes away. So many of those looks from my from my father over the years when I was a kid. Just one of those, like, you know, you, you better not get that. You don't get that. You don't get that, right? Come on. Mm. I guarantee you, though, he doesn't remember any of that that I just told you. Like, that's the kind of thing that's just... Oh, it sticks It sticks forever with a kid, but it would never... With a kid, yeah. Everyone else is just a blip. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because, you know, I am an uncle, and um, I do have, you know, um, nieces and nephews. And, uh, well, obviously, because if I was an uncle that didn't have those, then <laughs> I wouldn't be much of an uncle. That'd just be a really sad story. <laughs> but, uh, and my one nephew um, is, he's pushing 10. 
I'm not, and I'm not planning on doing like the dirty joke, like like. Well, time for the dirty joke now. Like, I'm not you're, planning you're, on initiating you into your double digits by scarring you with something I know will stick with you for life. But no, exactly. I'm not planning on doing that at all. But I'm just like, and I and I don't usually go around telling dirty jokes in general. That's not something. That's like I don't know that many, and even the ones I do, little Johnny's the star of most. Sure. Of them. Uh, sure. <laughs> but uh, it's just like. I'm sitting there like look like like wow I'm like is this is this relationship gonna change to the point where like that's okay like I I, I want him to draw the first blood if that happens <laughs> yeah because right now right now his dirty jokes are like oh poop and pee you know which are still like right you right. know or fart ha 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 that's fart farts are funny um which is fine that's good comedy too you know that mm-hmm. that, that stands up you know well into your seventies. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like, when is that yeah. change that relationship yeah. and that that comfortability? Yeah, I I remember uh, I remember dirty jokes. Um, one of one of the earlier uh, dirty jokes that it's not a dirty joke. It's just a joke that had uh, it had a cuss it had a cuss word mm-hmm. uh, that I heard from an adult. Um, I went to a friend's house and uh, my f- friend's father was the king of dad jokes and. Um, he he had a lot, but he had his like his favorite three that he would just trot out every time, as though mm-hmm. you've never heard them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that first time is a great time, and uh, and the one that one of the ones that stuck with me was uh, I didn't know he was telling a joke the first time he said it to me, and he turned. Those to are me actually and the said, best delivered jokes. I I feel when you don't know it's a joke. <laughs> oh yeah, he turned to me with with a straight face. He said, "Hey Adam, you know what really burns my ass." And I was I was taken aback, and I, you know, I I, I, said, I said no, what? And he held his hand up to his waist, and he said, "A flame about this high." <laughs> Classic. Fucking lost it, like that. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's different when it's like the dad of an of a friend. Yeah. Then it then it like because I had a friend. They're not in your family. You don't have to see them at Thanksgiving and have it be weird. Oh man, I had a friend growing up whose dad was like he was just like a big kid and like I remember when I was in elementary school because that was the last time I really hung out with this kid. I remember watching Total Recall at his house. Nice. And Total Recall has the woman with the three boobs. <laughs> and he was like, hey, check that out. And um, and it was just like, we were all like oh, laughing, like, hey, check out the tits on her. Like, like literally saying right. stuff like that. Like nine-year-olds saying this with like this like grown man. And right. it was fun. And it was fun. Right. And like, it was... I mean, I think I know there was a, 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 a like right off the bat there was a little bit of um, and in fact that was the guy who I think I heard the word the word tits for the first time was from this guy, um, <laughs> but he was like a cool and like it was fun and like whenever we would go, I would go hang out at his house we'd usually end up watching like a rated R movie or something and there was usually boob of course back in the eighties of course there were boobs in every everything every yeah. rated R movie PG was like, thirteen was boobs yeah so like um, yeah it's 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 funny because uh, like it was fine but like with my dad or any you know relative it was just like <laughs> it's like i'm a good little boy i'm a good little boy i just go over there to talk about tits <laughs> well anyway how about we do one more seasonal uh seasonal migraine and i can make this one pretty quickly this is more of just a complaint than anything else um oh no okay are we gonna end with angriness sure why not uh, okay whatever this is just something that's been bothering me okay um, so um I was up in my son's room, and I had I had Pandora on. I had her on a holiday station. Uh-huh. And I'm listening, and then um, the song, Oh Come All Ye Faithful, comes on, okay? And then okay. the next song comes on, and then the next song after that is Oh Come All Ye Faithful. 
a different okay. version. And then uh, like two songs later, Oh Come All Ye Faithful comes on. And so I'm like, what the fuck? So I started downvoting Oh Come All Ye Faithful. And then I'm just listening for, I was, it's maybe about two hours straight I was listening because I was working on something. Uh-huh. And then I'm, I'm just listening, more and more I'm listening, I'm like, there's like 12 Christmas songs total. <laughs> and of course, then you have these stations that are playing 24-hour Christmas music. But if you really listen to it, it's like there's like 12 songs. Yep. And, and, and the other thing that kind of irritates me is like half of these songs aren't even Christmas songs. They're winter songs. They don't even mention Christmas whatsoever. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, why... Why are we clinging as a society to these same 12? Because they're all re-recorded by different people. Sometimes they're poppy. Sometimes they're sad. Some- there's like 12 songs, and and they just keep getting re-recorded. And then a lot of artists come out with Christmas albums, and it's the same shit. Yes. No, I mean, I'm not saying I hate these songs because I grew up with them just like everybody else. Yeah. Why do we cling so, like like freaking like uh, like vice grips on these same damn songs <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm i'm with you on that i can only take things like that in small doses so mm-hmm. i my my deal is like okay you know we're putting up holiday we're putting up uh, christmas lights let's get some uh, you know let's get some working music going on let's get some uh, some some of the classics great mm-hmm. and then uh, when i'm done i'm going to go ahead and turn it off because if i don't i will hate it and you know, uh, I like it more than people that I that I know that are Jewish. Like I know people who can't stomach it for any amount of time. They they're just done. They 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 were over Christmas music like thirty years ago. And yeah, <laughs> they're done. Um, I I look forward to it every year, but I only look forward to it in controlled small doses. I, I like Christmas music, but to me, what it's it's not so much the Christmas music in general. Um, like the concept of it, because obviously it's nostalgia. Yeah, but the fact that there's only, you know, on rotation at any given time, really just about a dozen songs. And, exactly. And there's some that I like more than others because, like you said, nostalgia. I don't really have too much nostalgia attached to these songs. I just kind of like them. But even, like, Christmas music now is so secular. Sure. But there's also some of these songs that, like, like when do you ever hear Bing Crosby on the radio? Right, right. Christmas. And what's he singing? white christmas that song came out in like 1940 something yeah and like so who's nostalgic for it (laughs) (laughs) and don't get me wrong i like that record that's a it's a nice recording of that song but it's it's i almost feel like we're nostalgic for nostalgia like we're like oh remember when we're nostalgic for a time that most of us didn't even live through Right. Well, we've because we haven't lived through it, we've romanticized those time periods. You know what? You know what? It's a lot like. It, it reminds me a lot of like Main Street and Disney World. Mm, yeah. Um, or the Magic Kingdom because it's like this like perfect idyllic 1920s like you know old right. Fall, it's like that no one remembers. No, they just take out. They strip out all the things you wouldn't want to to remember. There's no mention of prohibition. There's no <laughs> gangsters. There's no gang mobs and. You it's know, just it's just barbershop quartets and and cotton candy, <laughs> <laughs> giant lollipops, kids with pigtails, like people rolling a hoop with a stick. That's all it is. <laughs> Guys with a giant the bicycle with a giant wheel on the front. Yep, and I, and I feel like a lot of uh, they, they don't have kids running around. They just they have scamps. Yeah, <laughs> scamp you l- rascals. Well, rascal. They got rascals and scamps. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I feel like that this a lot of this Christmas music is is that it's these you know nostalgic things. And then that then these current artists will release these Christmas albums, and it's the exact same songs. Oh yeah, and and they and they sound the exact same way. It's not like they're putting like a unique spin on it or anything. Yeah, 
one of the ones I know, you know, I know people really love it, but uh, I, I just, I can't, I, I'm not a fan. I, I'll, I'll sit there politely and just let it, just wait for it to pass. But uh, the 12 days of Christmas, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, it annoys me for, for two reasons. One, I don't get it. There's, there's not 12 days of Christmas. Nobody does. It's just one of those things that, like, is the first day of Christmas Christmas Day or is the last day of Christmas Christmas Day? Does it, like, lead right. up to it? Like, who fucking knows? No one knows. And the other reason I don't like it is because, to me, it's obnoxious. It's like the 99 bottles of beer of Christmas songs. <laughs> just fucking, uh, again, we got to go and recap. At least they kept it interesting. It's them over here now. Nah, I gotta do this part now. Now look at me. <laughs> I'm switching it up. You know, it's the exact same as the exact same as there was an old woman who swallowed a fly, like that old kid song. Yes, there was and an old lady who swallowed building. a cow, ate the cow, da, 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 then wiggled and wriggled and giggled inside her. <laughs> and then, and then, if I'm not mistaken, that ends with, I guess she'll die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which if you got which which if someone gave you all those birds that they, that uh, that they get in the twelve days of Christmas you probably would die too from like some kind of like avian flu or something. <laughs> I guess she'll die. <laughs> <laughs> but see see here here I'm bitching about Christmas music, but on the flip side of it, and I'm like oh wow, why do we record the same like twelve to twenty songs? But then. Then there's new Christmas music that's terrible. Oh yeah, new Christmas music because it's it's re-recording stuff. But then there's like people who want to put their own their own thing out there and do their own. And very few of them become popular. Almost none. <laughs> if you go on these albums of these artists, who, they usually try to slip one or two originals in there. Uh, maybe not they didn't write them, but somebody wrote them and they're new and they, they're just crap. Yeah. But then the ones that do emerge every now and then are usually just awful. Like can, I don't. I'm not going to make a whole thing out of this, but my most despised Christmas song that I can possibly think of is the fucking Christmas Shoes. Christmas Shoes, yeah. Oh, yeah. I cannot stand that song. Oh, yeah. I knew that was coming. It's, it's a fairly new, in terms of the in the pantheon of Christmas music, it's relatively right. new. I mean, I right. know it's been out for like 10 years now, whatever, but like, you know. Right. We're listening to fucking Bing Crosby from like 100 years ago. <laughs> it's got nothing on Bing Crosby, right? And then there's like that one that was from the Grinch movie, like Where Are You Christmas? And like, that song's terrible. Yeah. So it's like, maybe we should just stick with the old ones because the new ones are just awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. The new ones are are that much worse. So you know what? I, I, I'd never, you never hear anymore, um, which I know that there was a radio station around here that I actually liked back in the day, they would play whatever music they were, that was their regular programming, like, you know, pop, or, you know, top 40 stuff. Sure. But then maybe every 10 or 12 songs, they throw in a Christmas song. And that was cool. Like, it was like, hey, just a little reminder. Hey, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like nobody does that anymore. Now you either get the, we ignore the holiday or we just put it in all the commercials and we don't talk about it at all. Right. Or we have complete saturation. Yeah. It's just not special anymore either when it's that oversaturation. No, it's it's not, you know, and it's, it's kind of a bummer, but... Uh, but I can't tell you how many times I'm like, and now back to 24-hour Christmas music. Oh, 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 blue. It's like <laughs> every single fucking time. <laughs> I don't know. I could keep going on, but you get the idea. It's just like, it's just, there's so much of it, but there's not a lot of it in, in that, that it's just the same stuff. Why do we keep clinging to these same ones? But then I'm like, well, I guess that's why, because the new songs are terrible. Yeah. And I just don't want to participate. Yeah, and it becomes a vicious cycle. Well, I think on that note, it is uh, certainly time for us to move on. And uh, if we're moving on, we might as well figure out what life lesson 
we learned. Well, you know what, Adam? I think I would like to know what your life lesson learned was today first. I'd say I'd say that I learned that uh, it's a fine line between making light of a situation and scarring a child for life. <laughs> it's, a, it's a delicate line. It's like a butterfly's wing. It's, yeah. It's very uh, delicate. Um, now I'm prepared for it, so thank you. <laughs> what did you learn, Kevin? Well, I learned that if you're going to be putting time, um, research, man hours, lots and lots of money into an ad campaign, maybe you want to you know, do a little research on like who the villain is of your story and who the hero is. <laughs> um, because you know, that, can, that can get really awkward if you don't really know exactly what you're, what story you're referencing, especially when you're paying all that money to have it on during an NFL football game. <laughs> and then you just look like a putz. Yeah. Maybe they're just playing to their base. <laughs> a bunch of evil fuckers. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Alrighty, well, I'd say then on that note, if people want to email us, they can send us their thoughts to triplefriedpodcast at gmail.com. Alrighty, you take care, Kevin. You take care too, Adam, and may all of the rest of our podcasts have you at the helm with these topics, because I need some time to recover after this one. <laughs> oh, man, I think you did just fine. Well, you know, give me give me 12 more months and I'll come up with some more. <laughs> You've got time starting now. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All she wanted was a little porridge and to sleep somewhere.